What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Lawn Feed Podcast. I'm Vince, your host tonight with Rue Lonco. With me is Andrew, the dad bod lawn, and Chris. Oh, it's mo time. Or is it show ho, time? Ho, ho. I don't know. It's snowing yeah, it's, over your way. It's snow time for sure over here. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you check out our website, thelawnfeed.com. That way you can get up-to-date news on the turf industry as well as swag from our swag shop. And if you don't want to watch our faces on YouTube, we have links to our podcast that way you can listen to it as you drive to work. So enough of the small talk on that. Let's get into a special guest we have today. His name is Dan Lister from DTL Total Turf Care. Uh, Dan, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Um, he runs a successful landscape company, which is a five-star landscape company out of Chester County, PA, which is about an hour, hour and a half away from me. So that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and he's also pretty active on his Instagram and he has a YouTube. So Dan, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate being on. Yeah, absolutely. Welcome. Now we like to start our podcast off with a dad W and a dad L wins and losses. And yeah. this portion of the podcast uh, is sponsored by Forefathers, which is a polo company uh, that is elevating dad apparel uh, for the DIY dad. Um, awesome polos. They have the notorious turf dad and meat sweats and veteran dad. So go check them out. Go check them out. Uh, if you are interested, we have a 25% off coupon. It's the lawn feed. You type that promo code in and you save 25% at shop.forefathers.com. All right, Dan. So what is your dad W and a dad L? Oh, uh, dad W. Uh, you guys are all mentioned about six sick kids. Uh, a few years back, uh, we had a nice stomach vi virus come through and uh, I was up all night throwing up and get up. My wife gets up in the morning like, oh, I got to sleep all day. Well, my daughter started getting sick, then she was sick all day. So I spent the whole night up and then the whole day up taking care of my sick daughter while my wife was sick. So I'll just, that's a win for me because I don't think I'll ever be able to do that again. <laughs> that's a rough win. That's a well-deserved win. Yeah. In the trenches. Yeah. How about some L's? What do you got for, what, when did you fall flat on your face? Oh, shoot, my daughter may have. Um <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we run the, uh, steel green stand on sprayers at work and, uh, t tend to have one at home from time to time. And my daughter loves them. And I love getting good Instagram pictures of a cute girl, uh, for the business. So, um, we were playing around trying to get some pictures of her standing on it. We were driving down the road and I had her standing on like a five gallon bucket, pretending like she was driving it and, uh, the bucket kicked out and checked her leg all up. And oh. she's like, as long as you don't have to get on that machine again. So. <laughs> that, that was not a good spot <laughs> that one didn't That's make it good. on the uh instagram <laughs> no 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 not at all so that was a big l for me uh, a few a few osha osha rulings on that one i think right yeah big time yeah it happened on my personal time and yeah she didn't tell me what he did that was a diy job for sure yeah definitely 
Yeah. Well, hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you sharing that. It's not easy yeah. to be vulnerable and tell those L's. It can be tough from time to yeah. time. But uh, uh, hey, I, I'm familiar with your business a little bit, as these guys are. I, I believe you guys are a family business. Is that correct? Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. You, More or less. So- I mean, I'm, I'm the owner, but we're, we're a fa- okay. small family feel. Yep. All right. Well, can you just tell us a little bit about how your business started, your yeah. passion for lawn care, how you got involved with it, and why you chose to actually turn that into a profession? Yeah, absolutely. So um, growing up, uh, my family owned a garden center um, in the main line, which is right outside of Philadelphia. Um, they were the the small family owned garden center to go to for custom blended grass seed, fertilizer, um, annuals, perennials, shrubs, uh, bird seed, things of that nature. And uh, from the time I could walk, I was there spending every, every minute I could with my dad and my grandfather. Um, literally grew up climbing on bags of mulch and fertilizer. So um, did that for a bit of time. And then as a teenager, I worked there, um, really developed the passion for it. It just came natural to me. Um, getting some understanding from my mom when I was three or four, I knew what a azalea was and a rhododendron was just something I've always done. So um, getting out of high school, um, I knew I wanted to go into something horticulture and I uh, started DTL landscaping in 2009, offering every service a landscaper tries to offer to see where they fit in. Um, but fertil- fertilization always had a kind of a, a good spot in my heart. Um, it was the easiest work. Um, we made the most money on it. <laughs> and then uh, as I, over the last 12 years, I kind of noticed that in my particular market, homeowners really just had a cookie cutter lawn care company, these big corporate companies. Um, they didn't have a company that they could depend on every year. And to me, that didn't make sense. If you hire a service, you should be able to rely on them year in and year out. So um, kind of like 2015, we started really focusing on getting more of the, that type of clientele. And then by about 2019, we pretty much wrapped up the landscape business. And then since 2020, we've been completely lawn fertilization and nothing else. So um, it's just been something that's always been near and dear to my heart. And we get pretty good at it and we've made pretty good money. So we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I, I was looking at, you know, in your title, in your bio on Instagram, it says, you know, it's Chester County, correct? Is yes. that right? Um, Chester County is only five-star lawn service. And yeah. it, let, like put the lawn service aside for a second. I don't know if everyone knows how difficult it is to maintain a five-star rating on anything. Um, so mad props on that because Thank that's you. incredibly difficult to maintain. And that's obviously a huge you know, standard to set for yourself and your company. Yeah. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about, you know, what, what makes it a five-star business, right? So how, what, what is the fleet? What do you got? Um, yeah. You kind of just mentioned on where you specialized. Yeah. You know, I think I, I, I'm really curious on over the course of the last couple of years, right? On the DIY space, it's increased a lot. The attention on lawn care, just because we've all been home and things like that. Sure. Have you noticed the same thing on that side? You know, maybe after the, you know, what it takes to get a, the five star. Yeah, and I would say just from a business standpoint, a lot more people were home more, more, and saw more need to take care of their properties. And I um, mean, when COVID hit, I was a little nervous, not understanding where we were going to go, but business was phenomenal, and it's been a great progression up since. Um, to get those reviews, um, a lot of communication with clients. Yeah. Over communicate, um, as to when we're coming out, um, when we've been there, 
what to expect on what we do, have done, um, educating them on different things they're going to see in the lawn different times of the year. Um, a lot of in-person consultations <laughs> um, and then just getting treatments down that do a really good job. Um, I don't yeah, take it for granted because it's, like you said, it's not easy to get, not easy to hold. Um, and we've managed to do a really good job with it. And if you, if you guys had that for basically a, a certain length of time, I mean, I, um, I'm I'm super interested in that stuff because that's that's what I do on on by trade, and yeah. that, it's just so so hard to maintain over time, right? Yeah, um, um, we've been very intentional with it. I'd say the last year and a half, two years. Um, before that, it was we get one here and there, but it's been a lot of now. Like I talk to my technicians and my office staff. If you have any, if you hear anything positive from a customer, send them a link send them a text. We have QR codes sometimes on our binders that the guys have with them. Like any positive conversation is an opportunity for a review. Um, we also do a little bribery. We'll do like a little contest where we send an email to our customers. Anybody gives us a review the month of November, we'll give, uh, we'll do, we're going to do like a hundred dollar gift card or something at the end of the year. And people want to give them, but mm -hmm. little money involved or they're, they're not going to be mad about that. Or we'll give out a hat or something like that. So, um, that always helps just to remind them, Hey, listen, we appreciate it. We're willing to give you a little something. If you take a few minutes out of your day for us. Um, and we have a really good marketing company too. We use a local guy that does all our SEO, Google stuff. And he's kind of coached me on the best way to go about it. And it, it helps that we have a nice looking fleet and a website that's very productive, but yet nice to look at. Um, so it kind of all goes hand in hand for us. Your trucks are, how sorry, I was just gonna say your trucks are baller. The new yeah, pretty cool looking. They're, they're pretty I'm not awesome. that cool. That's the thing. I <laughs> I ordered them in uh I ordered them like my first one um in out of Florida and the gentleman I ordered it from said, Listen, we have a really creative, good rap guy down here. And if you'd be interested, we'll uh, connect you. So he put together a design and it just blew me away. I'm like, that is way cooler than I've ever expected to have. A little flashy. Um the cool part is usually the lawn to sip aside, it looked pretty darn good. So it's not like we're flashy and then have a bunch of terrible looking <laughs> properties that we maintain. So <laughs> it tends to help. Right. How, how many trucks are in your fleet? How many are you running? We run four right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Looking to keep adding that. We just added a, the fourth one uh, here in the last couple of weeks. So good, um, good yeah. for you. Yeah, absolutely. Now I want to circle back to one of the points you made about maintaining that five star. And you mentioned how you're educating the clients, you're over communicating. And I think that that is such a common issue I hear from people that get disgruntled and try tackling their lawns DIY style. They say, oh, I had a lawn company and they came out and they said they did this, but they didn't do this. And there was this issue and they didn't solve that, but they just put down this and they said it was fixed. And that's a customer loss. That's a potentially negative review. Yeah. But what you're saying is you're over educating yeah. and, and teaching your clients, um, of the products that you're using and you're saying that's been successful. Yeah. 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 It's always been successful. I mean, just, um, uh, there's so many different stories I could talk about, but just, I mean, I, I used to hear a lot from, from potential customers as the other companies here, they're just in and out real quick. And it's just, I don't understand where I even get my money there. Well, I say, well, you're not going to see us rushing. We're obviously productive. There's a lot of work that goes into the back end to get to you. Therefore, we don't have to spend a lot of time there. But what we're putting down is going to give you six weeks of results. So you need to be patient and understand that 
it's a short period of time, but you're going to get results there. So you're, what you're, what you're getting today, you're paying for for the next month and a half. Um, and then just a lot with like mowing. I mean, if customer feels like they don't have the right color or they're having disease issues, I mean, we'll go out there and I'll pull up the blades of grass that just, they don't have sharp blades or their mowing crew. We deal with a lot of people around here that have just grass cutting crews. And those lawns are the ones that have the most issues because they're not push mowing it themselves when it's best conditions. They'll do it in wet grass in the rain. They'll, they'll mow in the middle of the summer every week, even though it doesn't need it. So we'll go out there and say, listen, like this is, this is a lesion on here. You have brown patch. What's your watering schedule? Oh, I usually water in the evening. Well, hmm. let's talk about your irrigation schedule because that might change everything for you. So it's just the only way to be. It's the only way we're going to keep that reputation. And I don't want to just take everybody's money, let's say fart and squirt. Some people call it and then leave. It's just not for us. I mean, <laughs> to me, it's about a relationship. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I was looking at your Instagram earlier today, trying to just learn a little bit about your company. Uh, and I noticed you actually have some educational stuff on there. Like, like you were talking about sharpening the more, more blades. Yeah. Like I yeah. saw a video about that. Um, I think it's really cool that you guys actually have videos like that. Like, like we kind of put out as DIYers trying, yeah. trying to educate people about little things that might seem simple to us, but they make a huge difference. And for a company like you, who actually doesn't offer mowing, if you can offer education on proper mowing or watering, you know, stuff that you can't control, yeah. it's going to make your results so much better. And I think that's really something that a lot of companies like yourself could offer. But the cool thing about you doing it is they don't have to be a customer of yours to see that and get that yeah. education. You're offering it out there to anybody, but uh, I mean, you're, it's going to help you at the same time. So I thought yeah. that was really, really a cool touch you guys have. And you have a, a YouTube as well. I know you said you're just kind of getting that going and whatnot, but it's, I, I love that you guys offer that. Yeah. Thank you. It's, uh, I love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I love it. And at the end of the day, I mean, as many people up. as I can help with it, the better. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's passionate. Well, hey, man, I mean, all that passion. I can get real <laughs> sentimental. I mean, with, I actually lost my dad when I was seven and, oh, uh, we used to do this together when, when I was little. And for me, it's always kind of been like, I'm pretty much doing something that he's able to enjoy from heaven. Like he's able to see all the beautiful yeah. stuff we do. So it, get, it, it gets a little deeper if you want to get technical. So. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah but that's, that's awesome. you gotta have that, right? Yeah. If you don't yeah. have the why of why you're in it, you're, you're yeah. lost. And yeah. that, that stuff's really cool. And mm -hmm. it all kind of makes sense and circles back to how you do business and, and, yeah. and the time you take with customers and, and all of that. It's, it, it is really cool to see. And, in the, and at the, end, the short time we've seen you and, and, and talked with you, that yeah. comes out really, really well. So appreciate that. And I think that's something I get naturally too. I mean, my grandfather, my aunt, and my dad, that's how they conducted business. And it was a different capacity. They were selling products to the DIY people to do it. We're not selling those products, but we're selling them the service. And at the end of the day, you still need to nurture that relationship. And I think the one thing we've really learned internally is people that hire us, um, they don't care like you guys do or like I do on their lawn, not to the extent that they give it a lot of their time. It's such a small slither of their life where you really have to lean into them because they're quick to not pay attention. And then before they know it, there's an issue. And mm -hmm. most people are understanding, but some people are they're quick to point the finger. And it's like, well, let's talk about this and see if we can educate you a little bit to understand why you have this going on. And it almost always works out. Yeah, hey, can you good. give me a, like a full list of... Um what you guys offer as a company. I know you, you specialize in fertilization, but do you guys, uh, you know, do you do weed control? Do you take care of disease and fungus? Do you guys do renovations over seedings, that kind of stuff? Yeah. So we do the, uh, fertilization, uh, weed control, 
uh, your insect control. So we'll do your your grub or your army worm um, yeah. type preventative. Hey, Vince, <laughs> take notes, buddy. Talk, we haven't had any. Oh, real we've issues. had many conversations about army. Oh worms. yes, we have. <laughs> um, as well as like surface insects, so flea and tick control. Um, love doing lawn restorations. Um, that's kind of something that's gotten us a lot of business. Um, I'll do it for a, a homeowner and I'll put my sign proudly out front when I spray it. They're like, you really going to put your sign out there? Yeah. That's a conversation piece. That's how we get more business. And it works every single time. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we do, we'll do the fungicide. So we're one of the only companies around here that actually are willing to do disease treatments. I mean, we call it a disease mm-hmm. prevention or a disease curative. Um, mm-hmm. Our competitors, their solution for disease is aerate and overseed. Let the damage occur and we'll take care of it in the fall. And that is an option. I mean, some people don't want to spend mm-hmm. the money, but I was going to say, is that due to option. the cost of the fungicides? <laughs> and the, I think most of my competitors have five to 10 to 20,000 customers and the All logistics right. of it, I don't think makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, if I have a customer that wants their lawn to look just as good in July as it does in April and in October, then that's what they should get. And we are able to provide that for them. If they can keep it irrigated, we run a disease prevention program that we will, we will guarantee at least control on brown patch and some of your, your mm-hmm. longer interval diseases. Um, and you take a customer and you make them into a rating fan when you do that because mm-hmm. their lawn never looks bad. It never, never looks brown, never <laughs> suffers, and they love it. Now, when you do your uh, renovations, do you actually do like kill-offs? Yeah. Uh, you do? Yeah. So yeah, is that so like when you're saying you stick the sign down in there right. and then it like turns brown, everyone's like, dude, would you, what, what did they do to your lawn? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is yeah. a, that is a good conversation piece. Cause mm-hmm. then they come back a month and a half later and they're like, what? Yeah. Like, we have a neighborhood, we do about 17 of them. And the one gentleman, his side yard, it was like the original builder's plot. It just had a variety of stuff in it and we killed it off. It was slowly coming in cause he wasn't watering it. But I had like four neighbors when we were in there like, what happened over there? I'm like, well, did you see the news? The sign said new grass loading. I mean, we're obviously didn't do, do anything um, accidentally. It was That's intentional. Awesome. <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, that was something I came up with too. I, that was kind of cool. Um, there's a few pictures on Instagram of that. And you have uh, to I'm send like, me one of those. I will. Um, I said, that will be the nicest spot in the whole neighborhood because it doesn't have anything old in it. New, no older varieties. It's our tall fescue blend. It will be the nicest spot. So I like them. They're a little bit of a challenge, but a lot of work and, not a lot of people irrigate around here, which can make it a little frustrating because if you're in overseed, I mean, they already have something there, but they're literally watching brown and hoping that it gets green. And some years it comes in fast, like this year was awfully slow for us. So, yeah. but back to education. So right. did you ever think about getting into um, like timers and setting up sprinklers and renting that stuff out or has that flopped for you? It's been a consideration. We've uh, we've had a couple ideas that we've never really put real too much effort into. One of them was at the very least like an irrigation calibration because they ask them how long to irrigate. I don't know. What, whatever the, the app does or whatever. I'm like, well, you need to understand how much you're putting down because you don't have to water every day. Um, that was something I was going to start with was just like a an irrigation assessment calibration. But running out sprinklers is a great idea. I've even debated of like, can we do a service where we don't, we'll sharpen mower blades for customers where every time we're out, every six weeks, we'll drop off a sharp set of blades for them hmm. if they mow their own lawn. Um, it would work for some customers, but I've had a few like, well, do you take them off the mower? And I'm like, we're not getting into repairs. We would just pick them up and drop off new ones. Um, just some little bit of extra income, but more or less just setting up for better success and 
giving our reputation a chance to, to stand a little bit longer. <laughs> now you, you said that you guys have, your competitors have 5,000 plus customers. I, yeah. I, maybe you already mentioned it and I just ignored it, but how many customers do you guys have um, an average year? Yeah. Residentially we have uh, about 750 right now. Okay. So that's up from about 500 the year before and about 300 the year before that. So I was about to say, that seems like a lot for four trucks. And now Chester County, though, Chester County has some large properties, too. Yeah, yeah. So my understanding from a lot of my colleagues throughout the country is the average lawn size is like seven to 10,000 square feet. Ours is like 20,000 square feet. <laughs> so the, the 750 doesn't mean near as much as the acreage. We're about 300 acres of residential turf we manage. Damn. And then we actually have a commercial turf division. We, we do a lot more. It's not as glorious. It's a lot more of just your HOAs and your corporate mm-hmm. buildings. We have about 300 acres of that as well. Wow. And that's about Heck four man. visits a year. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's booming. That's good. That's good growth too. You're, awesome I mean, that's, you just, I was about to say the last, what, three, four years, I think you just listed off. That's insane. Yeah. And the cool part really is what good. we do. I mean, a lot of it's so, um, accumulative. I mean, once you start doing good in one neighborhood, I mean, we have a neighborhood where we have 20, 30 lawns in there and it's just every year we're going to keep getting more because they keep standing out and neighbors talk to one another. So, um, I feel like we've kind of just gotten started, which is cool, but we're also not the cheapest in our market. So we, we probably could have exploded, but at the cost of we're going to be the cheap yep. guys and that's not what yep. I want to do. But you get yeah. results. And that's, that's the cool yeah. thing about lawn care um, is like, it speaks for itself. And every, it's, everything's an advertisement. You stick that sign in the yard, everybody can see who's taking care of that. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's just super easy. You go walk in the dog. You're like, man, that's a nice lawn. What's that tag say? Yeah. You know, yeah. So. that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I love it. Hey, so with the DIY market um, kind of exploding with COVID, I mean, there's a lot of guys like us that are, you know, on, on social media and YouTube. Have you seen any like practices or anything being talked about that your company does like, does not recommend like dethatching, soil testing, biostimulants? Is there anything that you kind of think is a, an overkill or a hoax that you you might hear about online? Yeah. So the the funny thing with the DIY is first of all, like, I love the the DIY stuff. It's just so cool because I'm in, I have my inner DIY um, on my lawn. Some of the things I do is not what I do with my business. It's kind of like more experimenting, playing around. Sure. Um, and I was talking to my aunt who still runs the family business. And like, I'm like, it's a pretty neat DIY trend going on. She's like, what are you talking about? We've been selling to DIY customers for 30 plus years. I'm like, all right, that's fair. <laughs> I said, but now it's on social media. And um, I think a big thing for me that um, really kind of jump started me really getting away from the other services and kind of reignited that passion for me with lawn care was actually Pete Denny, GCI. I started watching his, I was looking up some equipment and I started stumbling upon his YouTube videos and I just really took to what he was doing and it kind of opened up some doors and him and I have actually become pretty good buddies um, since then. So that particular DIY has really done a lot for me, even professionally. Um, But back to your other question. Um, Yeah, I mean, dethatching, I used to offer it years ago. Um, and then I had a lot of mentors that were like, well, you're not going to be able to do that on a scalable, um, size customers aren't going to want to pay for it. Um, what they had done and recommended me was just heavily aerated and overseed frequently. Like, okay. So we started doing that like, you're going to relieve the compaction. You're going to still get some of that thatch up with your cores. Um, 
and you're not going to have any issues. So I haven't dethatched a lawn in 10 years and I can't say mm -hmm. one is in desperate need of it. Wow. Um, we've used some products. Uh, molasses is a big one with humic acid, um, with some other beneficial bacteria packs. And we'll apply that in the summer, um, sort of as like a biological dethatch. And we feel like we get great results. Um, and I've even talked to some ag guys, they use it for corn stalks as well. That's how they get rid of a lot of that, that organic matter that's left over when they harvest. Um, so I wouldn't say I don't recommend it. I think it's not, not needed often. Um, and in our experience, we haven't had to do it, um, on a pretty scalable size. So. Gotcha. So, so when you do like an overseed, you just do a heavy aerate and throw it yep. on seed. Basically yep. that's what Triple you're doing. Triple pass, quadruple pass the lawn. What's that? I said you got some new equipment now, don't you? I do. Yeah, that's that won't pull the cores up quite the same. Uh, we have a vent track with the uh, aerovator, so Ooh. that's just the next so level. Satisfying to watch. Vince wants to come work part time for you. I think <laughs> him and I were talking. About he might do a few some things. pro bono work actually because yeah, he's a vent track. I don't even think you need him on payroll for that. No, no. Just let <laughs> him run the vent track. Guys, come, every on, once come on, don't don't give it up too much. Gotta, uh, <laughs> we got some we got some pretty uh, challenging properties that you could really uh, test with that vent track. I. Yeah, I don't know if you can afford Vince though. So he'll yeah. test them, that's for sure. <laughs> I think we talked about doing something at your buddies maybe next year if it works out. I'll, I'll come out yeah. and help you guys out. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to continue those chats there. That's yeah. some some inside baseball right there. But yeah, we yeah. have some potentially a, a spring renovation. Um, so well, you got a five star rating to maintain. Why are you getting Vince on board? Come on, <laughs> we're, come on. Go, we're going for that six. It's for the algorithms, man. All right, six. we're gonna six have the first there six star. It says I'll algorithms. That, I see how many views some of his reels get. <laughs> Stupid. Gotta, he's got to catch a, a bug in a water bottle. <laughs> in a water bottle, yep. Yeah. Yeah, catch a bug in a water bottle and just like lawn stripes all year long. And who yeah. cares? Yeah. Like, no, that's that's one thing that's awesome about um, party like, time. Not being, not being a DIYer is having access to that huge equipment. Because I'll tell you what, like some of the stuff I do, I'm just like, man, if I had this or that, I could have been done hours ago. And my wife wouldn't be yelling at me. You know, oh, I watched some of your guys' videos and the way you guys, what you guys are using. And I get it. And I was like, it makes me sick to my stomach because I know how much easier it would be. If only yeah. you spent $20,000, you'd be fine. <laughs> only. Steel green. Oh, yeah. I'm spoiled if as can be. I get it, man. Trust me. It's Go to the <laughs> rental place and rent something you've never used in your life that's yeah. never been maintained very well. And yeah. 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 You're talking it. about a lot. You're talking about a blade sharpening service. Andrew literally sharpened his blades with a file last year. Oh my goodness! Over the yeah. winter because he was bored. Like he <laughs> he didn't even have to do it. He was just hey, bored. I'll send mine out to you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I I got an angle grinder this year, guys. I'm coming to times. So just leave me alone. But, We're coming. Uh, yeah, Dan's yeah. gonna send you all the blades in the off season. You're just gonna do it for him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever yeah, it works. Whatever. Put me on payroll. It's like Vince. <laughs> That's all good. That's beautiful. I like it. The side hustle for the side hustle. Uh -huh. So we mentioned a little bit about like the biostim usage, and you and I had some yeah. conversations uh, about this. Um, now, you pull soil samples on your clients. Is that right? Uh, every two years is kind of what we've, we've gone with, yeah. Every two years. Yeah. Now, do you follow um, – I know a lot of the DIY market and stuff, it's, you know, here's your soil test, follow your NPKs, you know, get your, your dirt right and everything. Do yeah. you follow that to a T or do you switch it up a little bit? How's that, how's that work for, for the commercial side of things? If we followed it to a T customers wouldn't want to spend the money. I mean, if we really nitpicked the daylights out of the, the results, 
Um, professionally, we very rarely will go off of the nitrogen recommendations. Um, I won't even go off the recommendations of what Penn State tells me because I think it's very out of touch. Um, while we're on nitrogen, I mean, we've, I guess like three or four years ago, we really went with a low input approach where we weren't going to get as much nitrogen down. It was a little bit of a, a leap of faith for me because that's not what I had known. Um, working from my family's garden center, we were just straight NPK, ag-based fertilizer, nothing else built in. That's just like old school. And it works. Um, but understanding that if you could add something like some biostimulants and get unlock the potential of the soil while putting in some nutrients, you're going to get more out of them. Um, it was something I figured I'd try and it's been phenomenal because we're not putting down any more than two and a quarter to two and a half pounds of nitrogen per thousand, um, on any lawn for the year. Wow. And we're, I mean, the pictures don't lie. The results don't lie. Um, it's working for us. And then with the fertilizer pricing the last year and a half, it's yeah. been a true blessing because we haven't had to buy as much fertilizer because that's kind of how we were doing things anyway. So um, that's kind of how we go about with nitrogen. The only exception I'd say would be like new construction. Um, we have a mm -hmm. lot of new construction around here and it's just everything's working against that grass. So we get them on a little bit more of a, of a comprehensive program where they're getting two additional treatments. Um, and it's more than just nitrogen. It's, they're getting a lot of extra potassium. They're getting a lot of slow release nitrogen. That's going to essentially build that organic matter with chicken, poultry, and biosolids. Um, but new construction is the only one where I'd say that maybe more nitrogen is a little bit better because the soil is so depleted, not very much organic matter. Um, but <laughs> potassium, we, we try to follow that. It just gets really costly. I don't think that's one of the things that if the customer is willing to spend it, we will file that to a T. It's almost four pounds of potassium in almost every case per thousand per year. Um, it's just a matter of they willing to spend the money. Um, but the phosphorus is where we tend to stay away unless it's for seeding or re lawn restorations. Mm -hmm. um, I think something that's not known by a lot of people is that if you actually take a tissue, um, leaf tissue test and send that out, you're going to find that the plant has a lot of phosphorus already in it. So you don't need to supplement it too much. And that's why a lot of states actually have the bans on phosphorus, except for if it's new seeding. And I don't know if you know this, Vince, but Pennsylvania just passed a law where you're not legally supposed to put phosphorus down unless it's establishment. I think I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's just one of those things that we don't follow to a T for that reason. The main things we focus on is um, organic matter, pH, and then potassium um, deficiencies is really where we see a lot of that around here. And we try to supplement that. When, um, when you said you said something that's really interesting that I get a ton of questions on. Hey, I just moved into a new build. Our yard's getting sodded, blah, 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 right? Someone who moves into a brand new house. Yeah. How, how, what's the timeline that you would, that you would see from your experience on quoting that as like a new, like the, like the new lawns or the new constructions, right? Um, just getting kind of depleted from not depleted, but they just don't have the makeup that a mature yeah. lawn would have. But yeah. what, what, how long would you consider that a quote unquote new construction? I tell, I tell new construction homeowners give me three to five years, which oh, that long, it doesn't always take that long, but it has in cases. And at the end of the day, I mean, we can soil test and we can feel how much rocks in the soil, but it takes a couple of years to really determine what areas are going to have more issues than others. Um, yeah. I've grown grass in some pretty rocky soil where I didn't think I would. And then I've grown, grass in some areas where it wasn't as rocky, but it didn't do as well. So I say, give me three to five years. We have to 
air rate and seeded heavily every year. Um, we have this new construction program we offer that's a little bit above and beyond, um, but it's going to make sure you're always got some feeding happening and we're getting a lot of organic matter in there. Um, and we usually get pretty good results in two, but I like to just kind of give ourselves a little bit of leeway there mm -hmm. because I can't speak for how it's getting mowed. And like I said, irrigation, yeah. all I've ever known is this area and not a lot of people irrigate here, but talking to some other people, like a lot of people in Jersey are like, everybody irrigates here. I'm like, I'd be surprised if 10% of our customers have irrigation. Um, and then probably 2% of them that actually know how to use it. <laughs> yeah. There's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really interesting. That's, yeah. that's super interesting. It's a, it's a really popular question that yeah. I, I can't speak for the other guys, but I, I get that all the time. Um, yeah, but just, it's interesting. It's kind of just depends on, on, on habits and all that too. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's a lot, a lot of extra nitrogen. You want to go with more of that mm -hmm. four pounds. Um, what we do is we kind of do our standard program, which is definitely, nitrogen heavy versus a, a one-to-one -one ratio of nitrogen to potassium. But our new construction granular blend that we formulated is a 12-0-12. It's got a 60-day release, 90-day release, and it has sulfate of potash, um, biosolids, and chicken poultry as your filler. So there's no fillers. Um, and then it's got some really good biostimulants sprayed on it. Um, so that, that, that soil and lawn is getting something the entire season there's no no peaks and valleys of what's going to happen um which is we're finding is making a huge difference it's really cool yeah <clears throat> that's right so, i forgot i had to get rent a truck and come down and put my order <laughs> in for for oh it's a great blend and it, the cool part is it actually has this royal blue that one's it is one of our colors so the one we're going to come out with next year is going to have blue and green prills so we may do a little marketing there <laughs> That's awesome. So not, not one of my employees is like, why can't we make this like the DTL blend? I'm like, it's actually a really good idea. So Ooh, we go. might be selling to some DIY guys around here. We'll That's awesome. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Figure out shipping for cheap and give me a call. Yeah. That might be the <laughs> hardest thing there. That's the kicker. <laughs> yeah, I'll no send doubt. it with the mower blades. <laughs> <laughs> shipping weight might go up a little bit. Uh-huh. Just a bit. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. cool that like, you mentioned how you you go lower on the nitrogen because like if I go four pounds of nitrogen myself, like I'm the one paying the price and having to mow twice yeah. a week like I normally do, but sometimes that doesn't seem like it's enough. So, mm -hmm. you know, when you go low like that, it's you don't really have to worry about the customer, I guess, mowing yeah. more yeah. often or taking that. Yeah. So you don't get that surge yeah. growth exactly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think that that's that's something you got to really consider, and you're kind of business as well so yeah well and if you can shave off uh half a pound of nitrogen over the course of the year over 300 acres you'd be amazed on how much that adds up to oh, bottom yeah. line it's crazy i'm <laughs> sure oh, yeah. no doubt yeah <laughs> for sure and the biostimulants i mean i i would never do without them it's amazing everything's turned around for me once i started using humic fulvic uh molasses we were talking about um, and we're using some stuff now that's real low rates, which is makes the solution cleaner because we were using some stuff in the past that's real popular and it just was a mess. It's great for like you guys or myself that we're real particular. We know our properties, but you get new technicians and you forget to mention them that the vinyl fence is going to get stained. Mm. The sidewalk mm. is going to get stained. The Honda is going to get stained. I don't know what um, you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big fence guy big uh, fence okay. guy big All fence right. guy yep. yes I mean our, our solution pretty much with the exception of pre-emerge in the spring it comes out practically clear Wow. which it's taken a Dang. few years to get it dialed in but it's 
so much easier from a production standpoint than not getting calls about my vinyl fence has brown stuff all over because we had too much humic in there. So right. That's sweet. <clears throat> well, cool, man. I appreciate you hopping on here with us, yeah. uh, telling us a little bit more about yourself, um, a little ins and outs of your business. Um, and um, one thing I, I didn't mention earlier, but I want to give you a chance. Uh, where can people find you? I always forget the name of my pages, but I think it's just at DTL Total Turf Care on Instagram. We do have some Facebook stuff, um, but uh, I'm on LinkedIn as well. That's been big for me for my business. Not much in the DIY side, but definitely professionals and then um, YouTube channel as well. So cool. But and definitely if you're Instagram in the Chester County, uh, make sure you be sure to reach out to Dan. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool. Well, thanks everybody for uh, sticking with us and listening along. We hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I, I sure did. Um, so um, be sure to subscribe. Be sure to go check out our uh, website. And if you use code BRAD15, you can save 15% on some of our loan swag. So until the next time, I'll catch you guys later. See ya.